Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey gamers, just to give you a heads up, this week's episode will have some clipping on some of the audio. We had a few issues with recording and that we had to recover from. Um, those of you who have been following the, episode, the show on a regular basis will notice that this episode dropped at a later time than it normally does. Just keep that in mind while listening, and thank you. The following podcast is not affiliated with the developers who have created the games being reviewed. The reviews are solely the opinions of the hosts to be used to make an educated decision on what games to download and play. Hello gamers and welcome to Budget Arcade, a free-to-play gaming podcast to help you navigate through the growing realm of free-to-play games. I'm Scott. My name is Jeff. And I'm Mark. And welcome to episode number 74. Just to recap, we play a free-to-play game every other week and then we rate and review it. Mark, what was this week's game? Uh, This week we played Fruit Ninja 2, developer Halfbrick, which you may know from their smash hits Fruit Ninja and Jetpack Joyride as well as... Jetpack Joyride is no joke. Yeah, Monster Dash. And it was released on November 5th of this year and was not on the iOS and Android for mobile devices. Now, was the original Fruit Ninja on mobile as well? Because when I I played played it, it it was Xbox on the uh, Kinect. Oh, no, it was on mobile. I played it on an iPad iPod Touch years ago, a fourth generation iPod Touch. Yeah, it released like, what, in 2010? I think it's best on mobile. Like, they had it on Kinect. And maybe we, I don't know, but trying it's to use motion controls. <laughs> What's that? It's an arcade game now. I saw it. And with COVID being what it is, who wants to touch a screen? All right. How do they do the arcade of it, though? Huh? Uh, is it like I, motion sense, like I'd the Kinect was? It in the arcade. I'm not sure. I don't know. I've never played in the arcade. I've just seen it in the arcade. Yeah. So. Or do you like hold like a sword type of uh, stick or no. something? I think it's like a touch screen, but I don't know. Because again, arcade, and unless it's Tekken, I'm not playing in the arcades. Gameplay. All right. So Fruit Ninja 2 is the basic gist of it is fruit it's is thrown up onto your screen <laughs> and you swipe through the fruit to slice it in half. And you try to avoid slicing the bombs that are thrown up. Depending on the mode. So True. this is where we get it. So the Fruit Ninja, as I know it, the original Fruit Ninja is called Classic Mode in this game, where you have three strikes 
and fruit is thrown up along with bombs. If you hit one bomb, you're out. The game over. If you drop a piece of fruit, and by that I mean you don't cut through it, you get a strike and then three strikes and you're out. And you try to get as high as score as possible. The new standard mode is more of a time trial where you have like a minute or two and fruits thrown up in the air and there's bombs. The bombs don't end the game. They reduce your time by 10 seconds, therefore giving you making it harder to increase your score. One of the other mechanics as far as the scoring goes is combos. So if you slice three fruit in one swipe, you get an extra bonus three points, four and five and so on and so forth. And then there's also what they call critical strikes. Now, back on the old Fruit Ninja, I thought critical strikes or critical slices were you perfectly hit it right in the middle. But in this game, and and it may have been true on the old one, but in this game, it's based on chance. Every so often, you'll get a critical strike like you would in an RPG, a roll of the dice. And uh, how I know that is your sword that you can get in this game can be leveled up and it has statistics, one of which increases your ability to get a critical strike. Should you get a critical strike, that gives you an additional 10 points. There's other modes too. There's um, Zen mode, which I think is just really like a time trial where there's no bombs. Life is good. You're just cutting fruit. Did nobody else play this game? No, yeah, no, you're you're right <laughs> on. <laughs> There's not I much mean, to talk about, I guess. I mean, I can keep going. It's, it's in depth. Like I've, I've now, granted, it's been a number of years since I played the original Fruit Ninja, but this one seems three times, five times more in depth than than the original game. It's it's got different modes. It's got it's got a garden you can grow stuff in it's got i mean you can you can do a whole all sorts of stuff it's i was surprised by how in-depth this game was when I was diving into it now i think we'll get into why it's more in-depth when we go over the paywall spoilers hint hint spoilers but the other mode in here is there's a multiplayer mode which this i do not remember from the original now the original did have several other modes you had um, a co-op in the original i remember that much yeah this is a versus mode And this is actually probably my favorite part of this game is the versus mode. So it cues you up, you meet with someone and then you each have an avatar and you have like little emotes you can do right at the beginning. And then you start slicing fruit. Uh, And the way this works is fruit will be thrown up on the screen. Some of it will be red, which is your opponent's fruit and you lose points for slicing it. And some of it will be blue, which is your fruit, which you would gain points for slicing it. And then there's the white fruit, which anybody can cut for points. And whoever gets to it first gets the points. And it throws up patterns and stuff. And everybody kind of gets equal opportunity at the fruit. However, there are swords in this game that, again, can be leveled up to give you benefits in these battles, such as increased critical strike chance. There are different power-ups you can use. Should so much fruit come on the screen, you don't want to slice, you can pull it into a vortex and slice it that way, or you can use these different power-ups you have in the game. And now I have noticed a couple of hiccups while playing in Versus where the fruit would throw up and it would kind of freeze and I'd swipe it and then it would fall down, not acting like I didn't hit it. This happened multiple times per game. 
It did happen to my opponent too, I could tell, but it is kind of frustrating that does need to be ironed out a bit. Now, when you're saying the power-ups, are you talking about the colored, different colored bananas? No. So those are in like your main mode. These power-ups, you'll get, excuse me, the versus modes. I guess I was the only one to play this week. There's a competitive mode. You do have leagues where you can play in competitive and rank up. You do also have the ability. There's there's also a mode where you can play different mini games where you have different types of time, different methods of slicing fruit. I don't know any way else to put that, but there are one is you slice, you know, the fruit one way and you have a certain, then you progress level two different way of slicing the fruit and, and again a lot of that has to do with the paywall and we'll get into it but you do level your sword yeah and that was something they had in the original fruit yeah but they didn't you had the, uh, different stores that you can unlock and each right, sword had like a swipe animation yeah but it didn't actually affect the gameplay it was really just an aesthetic thing. yes whereas in this it does more than just that it it is a whatever i'm trying to say there it, it gains you currencies uh, and XP and things of that nature um, points towards your battle pass, and you can refresh them by spending more money. But again, this is all in the wrong section, Scott. All right, don't well, kick me off the show. Let's jump over the paywall. Hashtag then. free mark. Hashtag free mark. Paywall. All right, so paywall time now. As being the only person who played this game this week, you there are. Uh, so what they've done is they've taken the original Fruit Ninja, which is great. And they've decided to insert about as many types of currencies as they could think of. There's fertilizer, there's gems, there's tickets, which I've yet to figure out what to spend tickets on. You can spend real money to acquire them, but I don't know what you spend them on. And maybe it's because I haven't played enough of the game to get deep enough into a mode where you can actually spend these tickets. But as of right now, and I played a pretty good bit of this one, I can't find out where to use them. There's uh, the, the tickets go towards uh, the daily the 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 daily quests, I guess. Okay, where I believe you. You have a certain amount of tickets, and then you can you can partake in whatever the daily quest is, and and the daily quest will give you cool cool stuff, but only if you have a certain amount of tickets. Okay, so there you go. And so the 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 what I would call the premium currency or the currency you spend money on are these gems that you would spend real money on. And then you could convert those gems into tickets, or you could buy fertilizer. Now, why do you need fertilizer? Mark mentioned the garden. As you play the game, you get sprouts, and you plant these sprouts in your garden, and then you wait an hour or a day or however long for them to grow, and then you reap the benefits, which could be more coins, could be tickets, could be um, what amounts to loot boxes, which are essentially you open them and you get emotes or character skins or things of that nature. And you can also buy those boxes with real money. And then we get to where you level up your sword. So in these boxes, you will get tokens for a particular sword that then you will spend coins to use that token to upgrade your sword. And that's how you, so you can pay to win in this in the sense that you can spend real world money to open a loot box that may give you a chance to spend gold coins that will upgrade a sword that you might have. You can also spend those gems to unlock, uh, at this time of me playing, for just two specific swords in the store, you can unlock with real money and then spend more real money 
to open loot boxes to get the chance to maybe spend some more currency to upgrade a sword. This is where the game suffers for me, is I do not like the microtransaction system here. It is specifically to gain an advantage, and not only gain an advantage, but gain an advantage through chance. You have to hope that the loot boxes you open have these tokens that apply to the the specific sword, right? It's not just like a flat-out sword token, right? It's a token for the snow sword. And you can't use the token for the snow sword on the dragon sword. You're out of luck. So it really has a nasty little microtransaction system. And they they bear they bury a lot of the microtransactions and other microtransactions. And so you play you play something and you get the reward and it's the say gold coins. And then you go to spend the gold coins and you're like, oh wait a minute, I gotta buy tickets to spend these gold coins. And so they don't really establish any of the in-game currency in a way that you have it all laid out for you. You kind of stumble into one a, one another from just from just clicking on different things or uh, tapping on different on different menus in the game. Scott, anything you have to say? Huh? <laughs> nope. <laughs> you didn't play this game this week, did you? Uh, I played one round of it. Oh, <laughs> he played God. Fruit Ninja. Oh, gosh. And it's Fruit Ninja. Replayability. All right. Well, I just trashed on the game through this uh, section. We're now in replayability, and this kind of applies. So we're going to segue into this because Scott didn't play the game. So this game is, I was excited about it because it's low stakes gaming. It really doesn't require any significant commitment of your time to play. You pop it open, you play 90 seconds, you play a round of, of classic. You got two minutes, you play a round of the, the, the standard mode. Maybe you fight somebody in a battle online. Again, you're about a minute, two minutes tops per game session. And that's all it takes. And to me, that really adds to the replayability. And there is a lot of grinding. Most of the stuff in this game, okay, most is a strong word. A decent amount of the stuff in this game you can get through grinding. You can also earn the premium currency through grinding and at no point at least have i hit where i'm not able to play the game like there isn't any time where gameplay is locked behind a paywall so anytime you open your phone you can play some fruit ninja there are all these other elements that are are behind the paywall and for a single player experience the game really doesn't have much in the way of flaws it's exactly what you would expect it's a very bare bones game with as far as game mechanics go, it's very simple and it's easy to pick up and play. It's also easy to put down. And then six months down the road, when you open it again, oh, yeah. it's really Definitely easy to, easy to put down. It's so easy to put down. <laughs> so one game of Fruit Ninja. We didn't ask you to play a game with inverted controls. We asked you to play Fruit. I didn't eat. Uh, you're the leader here. I, I will say this, that when you're laying in the bed and your significant other is next to you sleep, this is not the game to play. This is not <laughs> the game to, you know, pop open and be like, hey, my wife is sleeping right now. Let me play some Fruit Ninja 2. It's because you're going to wake her up. It's Why are you going to wake her up? I, because you're moving. You're moving all around. I mean, it's he's speaking when, from what experience. Are you? Are are you using 100%. another part of your body to play this game other than your hand? <laughs> <laughs> it's 
J- Jeff, this is a this is a PG podcast. Okay. okay. He meant your nose, Mark. <laughs> so I will say that after and this, this probably should go back in the gameplay section. Uh, so for, feel free to edit it as you will, Scott. Um, <laughs> the uh, at at the end of every mode, I guess is. And I don't remember this back in the original Fruit Ninja, but you have this giant fruit, and I don't know what kind of dragon fruit. fruit. Yeah, sure. Yeah, um, it's the at the end of the game. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. It's not a. It's That's a pomegranate. A pomegranate. Yeah. yeah, but they had that in the original Fruit Ninja. Oh, did they? Had, anyway, yeah, you try to get as many slashes on it as yeah. possible. Yeah, that's you know if if your so, wife or whoever so you is like were next like, going crazy, crazy it's going to wake them up. It's going to wake. And your up. wife was being woken up by you going crazy on that last fruit. It, <laughs> it might it might look a bit suspicious. <laughs> so this sounds like it's from experience. So I need to hear the story. That maybe she's like, well, "What again, are you doing?" This is a PG podcast. Yeah. Uh, was it manscape related? That's what we need to know. <laughs> Tune into the Patreon to find out. Judgment. Oh, gosh. Okay, so at the end of each episode, we vote on whether a game deserves our seal or not and requires a two-third vote to be approved or denied. I'm going to go first on this one. This sucked. I, I'm what? sorry. This. How did this suck? You played one I... game. Exactly. Like, uh, no! I love the original Fruit Ninja on the Xbox oh, Connect. God. That was the Fruit Ninja for me. I no, I'm this. I couldn't even bear to play it after one game. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm done. No, okay. All right, hashtag free mark. This. <laughs> all right. Uh, Scott didn't even play this game. And he didn't even give you a good reason like he could invert his controls like a professional <laughs> journalist would. I'll tell you right now, this game's still fun. It does. It's. I would say it's probably worse than original fruit. Stand back, Scott. (laughs) You don't speak in my time. I speak in my time. That's how it works. I didn't give you permission to speak. I was going to go to Mark. Hashtag free Jeff. Hashtag free Jeff. I don't need a hashtag free Jeff because I can't be caged, Mark. You allow (laughs) this to happen to yourself. Where was I? <laughs> this game gets my seal of approval. The multiplayer is fun, even though there is a pay-to-win element. I didn't run into a point where I just got destroyed by someone with some sort of uber sword. But I really like the multiplayer. I think it's really fun, other than a couple of the uh, uh, network hiccups where it sort of dropped, and that was kind of frustrating. But the single-player element is still there that you're used to from Fruit Ninja. There's no ads unless you want there to be. Uh, you can watch ads to, to gain things. Uh, so you open up the game, you play a couple rounds of Fruit Ninja, you close your phone. So I I liked it. I, it was easy to play, and I, I wasn't expecting too much out of it. And I got exactly what I thought I was going to get, and I'm pleased right, with that. You've been freed. And free mark. <laughs> so while this game improved on the original, uh, it is very... It's very heavy. It's very, there's a lot on. Um, And I don't think it does the best job of explaining everything that's, uh, however, it it is still a, um, it's still a fun game. I, I, this is, this is a game for you. Now it does suffer from a multitude of different, different stuff, but 
It'll get my seal yeah, just right. simply because it's it's no stakes. There's 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 no stakes. Subject to the whims, Mark. Okay, <laughs> you're a revolutionary, Mark. I am. And you need to believe in yourself. Yeah. And you, no, you're uh, not. Okay, never mind. Cage Mark. <laughs> Hashtag Cage Mark. I'm done. I'm done. PVZ style garden is disappointing because its entire existence is to have you pay six dollars to unlock the other slots. The daily quests are shot. When it asks you to play arcade mode five times, but you finish the arcade event and are locked out of the arcade for the day. The original draw to Fruit Ninja was its simplicity. Now there are seven different currencies. The actual game is fun, though. And even if the PvP, I think, is against bots most of the time, I feel like it's done well. The Guitar Hero mode is fun, too. I wish they did away with all the fluff. It would be a good game, then. Not approved from me, sadly. And all of those criticisms are very fair. And that's what I was saying. I don't think it's better than the original Fruit Ninja. It is a more monetized version of the Fruit Ninja you know and love. But it sounds like he played more than one game of it. More than likely. Yeah. How about about Binky Bullhonks? Yeah, hashtag Freemark. How about Binky Bullhonks, uh, or whatever his name is on the Discord? Lincoln? No, that that wasn't... That wasn't even a, a real thing. Just <laughs> don't even. I mean, I feel like we should call him by his name, Binky Bullhonk. Uh, his name now isn't Binky Bullhonk. It's Scott is great or something else. He's drinking the Kool-Aid. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Old Jim Jones in it. <laughs> oh, Jonesville, huh? Well, I'm sure our listeners get that reference. Uh, so. All right, so next game we're going to be playing is Summerland. Um, this game is going to be releasing on Steam in the middle of uh, next week, I believe. December 5th, I think. Actually, I have Steam right here in front of me. Let me let me take a look-see. I mean, you could ask the fourth host of this show, Google Home. Oh, no, I wouldn't know. It's, it's, it doesn't know Steam like that. Uh, uh, uh. December 2nd, I think. Uh, because uh, 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 uh. I think our episode will drop a week after the game actually debuts. Uh, yes, December 2nd, as you said. Okay, yeah, so um, you can get yourself a copy of it before our episode airs, but we will be having an advanced look at it before we do our episode. All right, so, Jeff? social, uh, can I do the socials now, Scott? Hashtag free mark. Hashtag yes, free mark. Facebook.com slash Budget Arcade if you want to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Budget Arcade. Remember that hashtag, free mark. Uh, free mark. What else is there? Um, or something it doesn't else. matter. Uh, the website, www.budgetarcade.com. You can join our Discord from either the show notes or as well as the website and also our Twitter. Be hashtag one of uh, free mark. You can be one of our. Uh, Ugh, what did oh, I we did it! <laughs> hey, check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash budget arcade. Hashtag free mark. Free mark. You want to get a t-shirt? Check us out. Yeah. Hockeygaming.com slash budget hyphen arcade. Be sure to use that promo code free mark. I mean, biscuit. <laughs> music is provided by Stimmage. You can download his music at metroidmetal.com. Game on. He sure closed the show fast, didn't he? <laughs> Screwed up what I was going to say, man.
Imagineville Podcast Network. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.